So uh, we have a guest today. We do. No, just for today. a moment. Just for a second. <laughs> just for the first couple minutes. Okay. Uh, we, we have Nathan's wife, Lily, here with us. And Lily has something she wants to set straight. Evidently, Nathan has not been giving us the true scoop on these. Okay. <laughs> yes. So like a couple episodes ago, Nathan said something about, I don't know. I, I wouldn't know because... It's too much screaming. Oh, the, oh the, <laughs> you're talking about if he's good and bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just want to set the record straight. It's not me screaming. It's not me. <laughs> That's it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Now that we have that straight. <laughs> so I thought it was going to be something else, Nathan. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something bad. Are you... So you're... We're, we're doing this episode because you're traveling. When this episode comes out, I'm already gone. I yeah. am in... Iceland. Iceland. Or England. Or England. Probably Iceland. Yeah. Um, but... One of the lands. Yeah, one one of those many, the the lands of my inheritance. And uh, Thor is going to be at my house. So anybody that wants to go see Thor, just come over to my house. Yeah, yeah, you might get a dozen eggs for free. Yep, you might. Yep, we have lots of eggs that are not going to be given away because I'm not there. So, I yeah, I'm going to be probably eating eggs three meals a day. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, have you ever had, I guess you can't have an egg fresh out of the chicken. Can you? Yes, you yeah, can. Yeah. Still nice. warm. Have you ever had one that's still warm? Well, I don't like crack it open in front of the chicken and start <laughs> drinking it. Okay. I'm just, but, yeah, I'm just no, curious. It, it does. It works the same way. Are they softer? No. You think? No. The, I'm the, always wondering if they get the like hardened when it when they dry or. So if you kill a chicken and there's an egg still inside, you can get the egg where it's uh, like leathery and the, the shell isn't formed yet and so the egg is there and it's like a leathery kind of soft it leathery has that membrane membrane around around it. yeah it has the membrane around but it doesn't have the calcium shell huh. so um, but by the time it comes out usually that calcium shell is there occasionally you can find an egg without it well, I mean, it's just like you can find uh, an egg with two yolks in it. Yeah, exactly. So A few episodes ago, you said, oh, my son told me, you know, I went down with my flashlight and I uh, I looked in his room and I saw him with his flashlight and he, uh, and I went down and told him, hey, it's past your bedtime. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's like, dad, I've been staying up till after midnight to show you that I can do this, <laughs> yeah. to show you that I'm uh, that. And uh, my son... Did exactly that to me. What's up with not, that? Not that thing, but I was like, I'm like, no, he's he's like, can I stay up till 10.30 tonight? And I was like, um, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I, I you always let me. No, I don't always let you stay up till your bedtime is 10. Well, on the weekend, well, I stay up till 10.30 every single time anyway and he's like and he just he tells me i'm to show you that i'm responsible oh my gosh <laughs> to show you that i'm responsible i used to still stand there he broke your past what <laughs> anyway i was like my mind was blown and i just i almost lost my shit because i was like <laughs> i can't believe how stupid <laughs> That is like, but honestly. you heard Nathan's experience, and you're like, 
this is a common theme among okay. children. So the question of the week, if we have a question, I'll throw it up. Does your kid say the same thing or am I, is my kid. And mine. And Nathan's kid. Are they <laughs> atypical? Actually, they are. Right? Mine's atypical for my, sure. Yeah, mine is too. Yeah, well, okay, well, what's typical really? But I'm sure that my parents also wish that I could process information and not say things that I say on here. It made me understand why kids can't vote. <laughs> I just think their logic circuits are, circuits are not connected oh, yet. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't enter into contract. You can't join the army when you're 13 or whatever. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I had a bad thought. I decided not to go with it, but I thought, you know, who would be a good actress to put in Jane Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> she's a handsome woman. She is. Yeah, she's she still got it. I don't think she was a good Bond girl. You don't think so, huh? No, I mean she didn't have a lot to she didn't have anything to do with the plot. It wasn't until later that Oh yeah, yeah. As far as as far as with, yeah, plot-wise, no. You're right. Uh, she's just arm candy. <laughs> but she she did great in like the Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, she was in a lot. Like she was in uh, the the Pimpernel. Oh, Scarlet Pimpernel. The Scarlet Pimpernel. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to say Purple Pimpernel, but that no, was the Scarlet Pimpernel. Remember that? And she did great in that. And uh, she's been in quite a few things. Okay, but why would you want her in there? Because she looks really good in a corset. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So I said no. I decided not to even mention it. In fact, forget this conversation ever happened. I mean, well, we know that's got to be put in. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it very juicy what was said? Because I wasn't paying attention. No, not at all. It, uh, well, but then. Jane Seymour said herself, she was like, I look really good in period costuming because I've got a very long, narrow waist. And so corsets look really good on me. Corsets don't look nice, though. You don't think so? I don't think so. A woman, like, I see a woman in a corset. No, I'm not attracted. Like, maybe maybe with the period, like, the dress and everything, yes. The corset helps shape the body and push the bosom up. It's like a push-up bra or whatever, you know. I, I've i never seen a corset do that. Do they not do that? Yeah, I think they... No, yeah, they have. They make them so that they they push up right here, too, right? Don't they? Yeah. Up, yeah, make your chest, you your, know, your chest, waist smaller. Your waist, your waist, your waist smaller and your chest pushes your chest up. I don't know. I'm going to have to go more in depth in but, the corsets. But why are we putting people in Magistrium Collective because they look good in a corset? No, exactly. When, <laughs> when Gandhi isn't part of the Magistrium Collective, he would probably look pretty good in a corset. <laughs> he might. Yeah. I actually have a few problems with Gandhi, So, but we probably don't have time to go into we, that. Yeah, we, we probably don't. Yes. But... We'll talk more about the corset thing because this is intriguing to me. No, I no, just like. I am saying that of... we shouldn't have Jane Seymour oh, in there. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I was, it was just a, a, one of those wild hair thoughts. And okay. Then I'm like, I talked myself out of it in 30 seconds, okay? And then we kept on going. My yeah. wife is so upset at everyone that we're throwing in the Magisterium Collective. She's like, Julia Roberts should be taken out. I think she's just jealous uh-huh. of Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've had more dreams about my wife than I have of Julia Roberts. Yeah, of course. And my wife is always a woman in my dreams, okay? <laughs> a pretty woman. A pretty woman. Who else yeah, does she yeah. not like? Who does she want in? She doesn't like Tom Cruise for some reason. Oh, I well. That, no, Tom is so good. She uh, can get in line. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys, we... <laughs> 
I'm going to find someone else for her to fall in love with. Okay. Uh, Tom's broke my heart mm-hmm. because of all the haters out there. Haters got to hate, 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 hate. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Nathan, and Thor. Well, today's cult I actually did specifically for two reasons. Number one, it's actually an apocalyptic cult. And number two, it's going to make gonna feel like he's a really good dad okay so <laughs> oh, i need that <laughs> i need it so today's cult is called the family uh is a australian australian cult and i know the family is there's been like four different yeah, cults yeah. that call themselves the family but they also call themselves the great white brotherhood so i think that's pretty unique and original is that foreshadowing <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it, I, I, it has to be. Well, the problem is, is that I mean, maybe I'll get into this later. Okay, okay? Right. but I'm just gonna say that the actual doctrine of this cult is shrouded in mystery, and I don't, I, I, I've never, I haven't got a really good handle, and I've got a good enough handle to to talk a little bit about it. But as far as the nitty gritty of what they believe, uh, anyway. So anyway. This cult was started by uh, a lady named Anne Hamilton and Dr. Dr. Rayner, yeah, Dr. Rayner Johnson, okay? So, but mainly by Anne Hamilton. And so Anne Hamilton uh, was a yoga instructor. Oh. Yeah, that was not her original name. She went through several different names and she had several procedures done to change the way she looked, but uh, she wound up as Anne Hamilton, and then of course later on she married someone and they did a hyphenated name, so it's Anne Hamilton Bryant, B-Y-R-N-E, Bjorn, I think. So you're saying she had plastic surgery done? You say procedures. Yes. You said procedures. Like, are you talking about like boob jobs? Are you talking about? I have no idea. That's just what it says. But she looks a little. She looks a little fake in the in the pictures that I see. (laughs) She does. So anyway, but Dr. Raymore was born in England. He studied there. He went to school. He came over to Australia and became the master of at Queens College in Melbourne. Okay, hmm. so he was there, and he had an interest in different kinds of things. He had an interest in theology. He was also a, a, a physics t- teacher, a professor. So, and he was uh, a Methodist, I think, for a while. But anyway, he decided that he wanted to look at, into something different, and he went to India and started listening to gurus and stuff like that because that was kind of the cool thing to do. And he started setting up these uh, weekly classes and lectures that go and he explained some of his philosophies and stuff like that. What time period are you talking about? This would be, this these classes and stuff like that was around 1962, 1963. Okay, but, so yeah, kind of ahead of the time because it was it became more in to do that a little bit later with the well, Beatles. See, when the Beatles, and, that was... That in, was was that that was around that same time? Was it in the early sixties or? 
So yoga is, uh, yeah, it's, it's from India. It's actually highly involved with uh, Hinduism there, the religion, right? Uh, there's, there's a whole lot of spiritual elements to it that most yoga instructors here in the United States don't really hit. They just do the positions and the breathing techniques and stuff like that. But there's a whole, there's a whole religious aspect to it as well. Um, and anyway, so he was giving these lectures and Anne comes up to him afterwards and they start talking and stuff like that. And eventually they decided, you know what, we need to form our own religion, organization, cult kind of thing. So they do and they call it the family. So... They call it the family. The family, okay, and they go. Is through. this Christian based off of? Is it based so off of Hinduism? So I've, I've heard it described as. Let me get this right here. Let's see. It is a hodgepodge of Christianity and Eastern mysticism, combined with LSD. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yes. You're doing a it lot of LSD-based. Was, was well, re- well, remember these these uh, the time period that we're that I'm giving these things are right in the time of LSD, right? It was a hot thing. I mean, they were using it in different places. Uh, uh, for instance, a lot of their members had a private sanitarium, and they used to use it a lot in there. So, but this is almost a time of MK Ultra, which is like the secret government exper- experiment on mind control where they did try to use LSD and try to make it to try to see if they could control people no. through that. Anyway, uh, where was I? Okay, so they got together and decided, you know what we should do? We should set up this uh, environment and do some uh, religious kind of organization kind of thing. And so they went through and they started doing it. And they had a lot of appeal to the middle class and upper middle class, uh, doctors, lawyers, you know, stuff like that. Uh, child care workers, health care workers, they were all members of this cult. And uh, there's a, all, okay, so it's, I told you, a hodgepodge of Christianity and Eastern mysticism. Anne was basically uh, a reincarnation of Jesus Christ, of course. I don't know if this thing came out early, but it, it, later on, it was no, she was originally, and a lot of the top followers. Uh, and the cult were reincarnations of apostles and disciples. And only half of the people w- that say they were reincarnations of Jesus were right. <laughs> yeah, only half. <laughs> <laughs> only half. There'd be a lot, be a lot, be a lot, lot of, of reincarnations there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, the thought was that Christ, Buddha, uh, Confucius, all these guys were religious leaders and they were recycled through time. You know, they come back. And of course, Anne was a reincarnation of Christ. So, yeah, how nice for her. So anyway, uh, this group got bigger and more and larger and they bought this property over uh, kind of by Melbourne, by a lake. And they set up this house and... This was in. So where, where's the lake at? Uh, it's it's kind of near Melbourne. It's, where's it's, Melbourne? It's in Australia. So and I don't know where. Oh, that this is, is Australia. I yeah, Australia. England. So, no, this is Australia. Uh, so he was born in. He was born in England. He was born in England. He was born in England. Anne was born in Australia. Anne was in Australia, and they decided we better yeah. go to where Christ was born in Australia. Yes. So anyway, uh, they set up this found this this place, set up this house here, the compound, and they started creating the master race. So what <laughs> what Anne's idea was is that there was going to be some sort of horrible holocaust 
uh, nuclear or otherwise, the world would be destroyed. There'd be very few survivors. And what she needed to do was create this master race that would lead the rest of the Earth's population uh, back into where they should be. Okay. Did she have children? Well, yes, kind of. Hmm. So what she did is she got her, the doctors and sociologists and people that are around there and lawyers to start funneling kids into this compound along with her followers' kids too. Okay, And she claimed them as her own. They took her last name and her husband. She got married by this time. Basically, yeah, Immaculate Conception. Kind of bill, yeah. Well, yeah, and so it was like she, uh, she'd have birth certificates and be, she'd be like, yes, I had triplets on such and such a time. And she'd like dye all their hair blonde and stuff like that. So they'd fit in. They'd all wear the same clothes, the same kind of dress and stuff like that. You should see the pictures. It's pretty funny. So Gunner's giving me an awesome smile here. <laughs> that's not a smile. That's a what the fuck? <laughs> yes. So anyway, she's creating this master race of children that will grow up to lead humanity out of the nuclear holocaust, dark ages kind of thing. So, so. that's kind of, speaking of the family, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Um, Charles Manson. Did the, the same kind of, the kind of same thing, thing. Where he was going to take them away, sequester them, wait for the world to burn, and then emerge as the leader. So this philosophy idea is somewhat, I, I mean, what's... Kind of of the time. Yeah, of the time, kind it's of like the guys. time. Except I think uh, Charles was like, I'm going to lead everyone. Uh, and she's like, I'm going to create this race to lead. It's just funny that they call them both the family. Yes, isn't that interesting? <laughs> well, but then there's also the family that was the government thing, right? Yeah, and then the family international. The, the family international. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah there's yeah. there's a lot of families. So anyway, she's off busy creating this race, uh, this master race. And as I say, she, she cons uh, a lot of people to give her kids. Uh, members there and so she is the mother there to all these kids she i think she had like up to 26 at one time and there were aunties there uh people that were helping her out to raise them and stuff like that they had this crazy regime of yoga uh vegetarianisms you know more yoga and you go through the day so you'd eat yoga eat uh, do chores and do this it's just this huge regime of map, map, mapped out no playtime, just like along with punishments, uh, drugs of certain kinds uh, to keep people in line. And as they got older, when they were around 13, 14, then they were initiated into the cult of hers, uh, taking LSD. So I was going to say it sounds like summer camp until you until you mentioned the last part. No, that's the summer camp part. It's <laughs> on the summer camp. Yeah. Yes, the LSD. It's <laughs> the only thing. No, it, it, lots of punishments were administered, including some tor- types of water torture. Oh wow, water torture. Well, not not the not the tie you up and not waterboarding, but they push your head in the bucket for thirty seconds and go up. Did you do that? You know, were you wrong? Confess your skin. Well, that's and then kind of the same go thing. Go in there. It's, yeah, it's kind of. of waterboarding. Yeah. Anyway, so water in the uh, head in the bucket 
kind of thing, and and I assume some physical torture or punishment as well. They had him trained, you know, when people would come, they'd all crawl in this crawl space and stay really still, and you know that sort of thing. You know the the usual like oh bad bad parents <laughs> get them out of here. Are you feeling like a better parent now? Yeah. Tell me more about okay. what they did because I've done all of these to my son. <laughs> Everything I dyed his hair. I'm in a strict regiment. Beating him. He works every him single LSD. day, every single hour. Head in the bucket. He Chemical depressants. Yes. Everything. Uh-huh. All that. It all and it doesn't seem to be working. We'll see what else she does that makes it work. This is Gunner trying to get pointers. Have you guys seen? Well, Gunner, what you need to do? <laughs> talking about waterboarding. Have you guys ever seen Archer? That cartoon. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay, it's, he's a horrible person. It's just for I don't know why it makes me laugh, but I laugh at the show. At least the first couple seasons mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But in it, he's like, he's supposed to be some secret agent, and they're supposed mm-hmm. to like waterboarded everyone so that they know what it's like mm-hmm. and he's just they're they're waterboarding someone and he's like no i've never been waterboarded because he like kind of gets out of everything uh-huh. and they're like he's like are you guys kind of wusses for this this doesn't do anything anyway they end up waterboarding him and he gets out of his shells and he's just like that is so bad that is the worst <laughs> thing ever i mean i thought that you guys were were losers and couldn't handle this but <laughs> it was pretty funny I actually, have I told you that I kind of want to be waterboarded? I, just to see what it feels like. Supposedly it's pretty safe. So I just that one one yeah. experience, you know, not the keep because, on doing it. Because I just, know if just you know that that you're once. not going to die from it, then yeah. But you, I think you're convinced. You may think that, okay, logically that you're not going to. It might, but you're but you're it might make you appreciate yeah. life more. It, so it I might. think it might be a good idea for for me when I get a little depressed to do that to me, to make me appreciate my life a little more. This is horrible. You know what? It may be horrible. You might be onto something. <laughs> so Have you ever gone through like a traumatic experience and then you get out yeah. of it and you're like, oh uh-huh. my gosh, everything is fantastic. I have, and it, it can work out pretty good. You so, realize, you know, how so lucky you are. Here's the question of the week. Mm-hmm. Which of us three do you think should be waterboarded? Well, I've already kind of volunteered for it. Yeah, I don't so, want to. They're still going to say me because <laughs> why wouldn't they? I know because it's just, as I say, it's a, it would be very interesting. I like going through things sometimes, something, so you're, a new, you're having a new experience. Sweet. Do you, maybe we can do it together. Okay. Oh, I'll maybe bring we, you guys can, we can hold hands. And get work waterboarding together. So if anybody out there knows anyone that professionally knows how to waterboard someone, me and Thor are going to go through this experience. Yes. I want to be Coke Zero boarded. (laughs) It's a little different. (laughs) I, I just, what I do want is Nathan with a gun to the back of the guy who's waterboarding to make just sure in he, case. just in case he gets too a little too rumbunctious you know okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna let, go, I'm is, gonna let him go a little bit too who's hard. willing <laughs> to be part of this process <laughs> let us know okay <laughs> so anyway what we're talking about okay so anyway this is going on the experience of course the kids are not uh treated very well and Anne is having a particularly hard time with one of the first kids that she got named Sarah, okay? And Sarah is just kind of a born little hellion. She is like, you know, she's the one that gets waterboarded all the time or head stuck in the bucket, you know. She's the one that's getting in trouble and getting in trouble and she gets older and eventually 
and drives her away, I think throws her out of the compound, okay? So, and Sarah's like, well, what am I gonna do? I'm out of the compound, I'm free. I'm gonna go to the police. Yeah. <laughs> How old is she? Huh? She's like 15, 16 years okay. old, okay? So, anyway, she goes to authorities and says, hey guys, this is what's going on. And she finally convinced someone to to go to raid the compound. Mm -hmm. So, in, let's see, let me look at the date. In 1987, the compound is raided and since they got the inside scoop, they know where the kids are hidden and so on and so forth. They go in there and they take the kids and they leave with them, but they don't arrest anyone. They don't arrest Bill. Uh, Ann, uh, Ann is gone. She's in the United States at the, at the time. She's off doing things and there's things that are going on. Uh, she went to the United States quite a bit and there was some guru there that she, anyway. But she was not there. Bill was there. He did not get arrested. They just took the kids and put them in foster care, okay? So, kids are in foster care. Bill's like, oh shit. <laughs> they're gonna I think they're going to be coming after me in a while. And so, he gets a hold of Anne and they meet up together in Hawaii. And she has a house there. She has a house in England. She has a house in the United States. And they start going around. So, they leave. They split Australia. Okay. They, how many people are part of this cult? I don't know. I don't enough know, but enough. enough to give them that much. Enough, enough sir, at this time, they were worth about 50 million, okay? Wow. So. And in 1986. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. In the 80s, they had they were worth about 50 million. I think you okay. need to remember if you regularly ice bucket your kids that you turn it upside down or you make it into a planter when your kid runs away. So you have, <laughs> so, you, you can, <laughs> so you can at least hide Nathan, the evidence. Nathan is the advisor for, <laughs> for, for waterboarding. Yes, Nathan. <laughs> anyway, he, they run off, they basically gone. So they're gone and no one's talking or saying anything like that. And it takes a couple of years, but a couple of years later, one of, there's a police investigator. He's like, guys, I think we need to stop treating this like some sort of in-house problem and start treating this like a criminal investigation, you know? And so they form a task force and they start digging through, you know, things to try and get, try and get people, you know, uh, actually prosecute, prosecuted and in prison. So looking for evidence and... It's so on and so forth. Yeah, it takes a couple of years. This feels kind of weird to me. It took a couple of years for this to happen. And it takes a couple of years before they finally uh, want to try and, and actually get some get something dirty. Because no one's talking and they don't have any real evidence on anything like that. Finally, they get enough evidence to overturn the cult's solicitor. And so they get enough evidence to to find out that there's been some perjury, some lying going on, that she really didn't have triplets. <laughs> like the records say that those, those weren't her kids, okay? So when she's like, I, I, I had birth three you know, kids. Well, she was claiming that all 25 of those yes, kids were, were hers. Yes, were hers. That's what they, they get her on, okay? Because they find the solicitor and they got the records. They get enough dirt on the solicitor that he's like, okay, you know, this is what happened. So, They're like, no one's that fertile. So, anyway, they 
they they basically get enough to get her and they figure out that she's in the United States. She's in upper New York uh, state up, up there. The New York, New York, York houses like a, a lot of uh, coal eaters. Well, yeah, and it's a nice place. Upper upper state New York is, mm. is, is pretty posh, you know, so. And she's got 50 million. So they find her and her husband there. They arrest him and put him in jail. And Anne's like, oh, I can't, I can't take the plane back to Australia. I've got this heart condition, and I, I, I just can't make it. You guys can't make me. You're gonna kill me. And uh, so they're in prison. And what happens is one of the inmates that Bill is with gets killed in prison, and Bill, Anne's husband, Bill is like, uh, Anne, honey. This is place. This place is crazy, scary. We should go to Australia. It's safer there. And so her heart condition miraculously improves, and they go back to Australia. They hire the best legal team they can, and they've got the money for it. And they go through, and a year later, they get off, and they have to pay a five thousand dollar fine. What? Yes. Kind of crap. Is that? Exactly. After all this testimony from the kids and all these things going on, and five thousand dollars is what they have to pay. That's back when you could really be an abusive cult leader. You know, <laughs> get, get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. I miss. I miss those days. Yeah. <laughs> so. Abuse more, better lawyer. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I mean, come on. You, everyone knows that a really good lawyer is what you need. Yeah. I, I hate to tell that, but but it helps unless, unless the evidence is just like irrefutable. Uh, a good lawyer's... Even then, John Bill Cosby is, a, is back at home. And even, like, even people who are for sure guilty of their crimes and their horrific crimes if you have a good enough lawyer yeah <laughs> Epstein I mean there was yeah. a, a Mr. Show uh, skit I don't know if you guys saw that from the 80s mm-hmm. or was it 90s 90s it was early 90s uh, they're they're in it and they're they, they have the dumbest juries <laughs> and the guy's like they evidence have pictures DNA. they have DNA evidence <laughs> they have this and the jury's like not guilty. And it's like, <laughs> every, and, he's, and the guy's even like, what? <laughs> How did I get off? <laughs> the dumbest juries. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's not a whole lot of information. Most of the information was about this cult is from Sarah, the lady that got out. Uh, just horrible. She, she tried to commit suicide. Uh, just horrible things. She lost her leg, but she eventually went into uh, study uh, medicine, became a doctor, and did like Doctors Without Borders and stuff like that. She, but she died. This is the pain in the butt girl. Yeah, this is the pain in she the butt girl. She lost her leg. Yeah, I think through one of the suicide attempts or something like that. She this just, is while she was in the compound with her. No, mom. this was afterwards, oh, as to say, yeah. you know, yeah. depression, and whatnot. Well, anyway, yeah. but she became a doctor, something like that. She later died. Uh, she died pretty young, though. I don't know why or what exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other one that we get information from is from Ben uh, Shelton, and he was one of the uh, the kids there. Uh, he later found out that one of the aunts there, you know, that was helped taking care of him was actually his mom. Oh. Wrote some books and stuff like that. Uh, it was a good experience for him. Not good experience for him, but it was a very hard experience for him. But uh, he was able to forgive and uh, 
you know, was able to live a Christian life. I don't want, who cares what religion he's from, but anyway, yeah. a good a life for and forgiving life. And, uh, but anyway, he wrote about his experiences, stuff like that. He's married and has kids of his own. Oh, good. So he was like able that. to get out of it. He was able to get out. Fairly and, normal. So, yep functioning adult after they got prosecuted and only had to pay the five thousand dollars fine or whatever did they still have a big following so the cult still exists so is she still alive she died in in 2019 she was 98 years old so and had dementia by that time uh but even uh, i mean they i i saw a, a documentary there where uh, Sarah came back and confronted them and uh, her and some of the stuff like that. And it's like, you claim this and like that. And, you know, she's just completely, no, I don't know any, any apologies to anyone. And, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Refuses to take any sort of accountability and, and so on and so forth. And um, you can't, you almost can't do all the stuff that she's done and have a conscience. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you can't. You have to be able to compartmentalize and 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 justify everything. You it, it's yeah, yeah. There you have it. She died, and uh, cult's still going strong. Someone else is the leader now. When I say strong, I don't mean it. It's not going strong, but it's still there. Huh. There's still people that are following that uh, belief system, which I don't know all about. I'm sorry that that's all I know. It's well, how are we supposed to take somebody from this cult and bring it into ours? I well, you know, we need a good lawyer. That's what we need. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the culty. The good, the bad, and the culty. Now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they got it all wrong. Well, she wants to be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are taking in a lot of kids. Yes. Taking in a lot of kids. Yeah. Uh, no, that's is awful. There's no. I don't. I think there's just no good. Yeah. Well, one I, of the, it's just one of the kids was I. So one of the doctors was in the cult and convinced the fifteen year old, fifteen uh, year old who was having a baby, to give it to him so he could give it to, and you know that kind of stuff. You know. That's icky. just yeah, just like just stuff like that going on. No, no, no paperwork or anything. Just you know. Just all under the table. They, she had social workers getting kids for her and stuff like that. It was it's okay. We're no talking about the qualities. We're talking about the good here. Uh, There's no uh, other. I know was, that was that yoga. Was yoga is okay. yoga. Yoga is good. It's it's one of the better ways to work on balance and flexibility. Uh, as a, from a physical therapy standpoint, I, standpoint, I really do like yoga. Beating children, waterboarding children. <laughs> Giving them drugs. <laughs> yeah, so I there can't it is. say Yoga's it's on good. the bad until I try it myself. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so the bad. I don't think there's that much good. Yeah. yeah I think we, we went through the bad with the good. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. Well, can we bring it? I have an idea. If you don't, okay. Waterboarding. <laughs> well, I was gonna say. I mean. They've already done an ice bucket challenge. Why don't we do but a if we do a waterboarding challenge? <laughs> no, no, no. But 
apple bobbing bobbing for apples bobbing for apple during our fall because it's in the bucket in the bucket and you're not gonna bucket okay i like that i can't think think of anything else yeah yeah. i was racking my brain we just have a bobbing for apples to commemorate that's so bad i feel bad now i feel icky Maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> no, bobbing for apples is great. <laughs> well, you know, it's either that, get a good lawyer, which is going to be hard for us to do, or or try waterboarding ourselves, which may or may not happen. I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested. I, I'm I, interested to I, feel I would what do it says, it like, once. I want to cry. And I think I think it'd be good for me. I think me. it would be cartho- it might cartho- change, cartho-tic? cathartic. It might change yeah. my outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just just once. That. Just once. So, do you want, hey, so you, are you guys? You're looking at me like maybe I should do this. No, we, are you we not want gonna you. No, no, we don't want you. We want you to protect us. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> I guess I not. Wanna, Nathan's Nathan's I just a poor projector. I want to do like a contest to see out of me and Thor who starts crying first. Oh man, I think I would start crying. I I might just because I don't consider crying to be a lack of manhood. Uh, I I'm perfectly oh, no, fine yeah, to cry. No, yeah, I just don't cry unless it's a good movie, unless mm-hmm. it's like a, a touching love. What's story. the last movie? Not to change the subject, but what's the last movie you cried at? I don't know. I cried like last week at a movie. I cry all the time. Was Star Wars? No, it was like Fifty First Dates. I'll cry every single time on that yeah. one. I cry whenever I see Bland's Blindside. Whenever she's oh, yeah, Blindside. like, I cry like five or six times during mm-hmm. that movie. When we were watching Dead Lasseter, there was a place Dead Lasso? where Lasso you, that I cried. Did you pull a tear yeah, out? I, I, I think there I might have pulled a tear, tear, tear yeah. on that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. I think Notebook. I know you don't like I it. I hate the Notebook. I, it's my I least favorite. I cry every time. Do you? Okay. Oh, I have to cry when I think about why, it. Why are you watching that over and over again? I cry, again, but for different reasons. <laughs> I've, I've never seen The Notebook. Susan hated romantic comedies. And really? Romance. Really? Yes. I like them more than she did. I think I like them more than Callie as well. Uh huh. Is that weird? Yeah. But the notebook is a horrible one. Is no. it? In fact, it? let's do a poll out there about <laughs> How the many notebook. polls can we no, have wait, wait. on this okay. episode? No, no, no. Let's say, what's your favorite romantic comedies? No. Okay, okay, so this is a fill in the blank. For fill mine, it's blank. obviously yeah. uh, You've Got Mail. I love that one. That's, that's a good that's one. one of the best ones yeah. of all time You've for me. Mail is a good one. Love Sleep it. in Seattle. I like those. Valuable. What what I don't like is the at the end the huge public decorate declaration of love. I really don't like that. I I prefer that to be more of a private, intimate moment. And so Are you talking about I'm I'm talking about romantic comedies in general. Oh, oh, you know yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know, the breakup and then the final, you know, the guy swoops in and there's the whole crowd and I was wrong and the whole crowd's like, yeah, yeah, Oh yeah. you know, just yeah. like you know, you don't have to have that. You don't have to have that, you know. You don't have to play to an audience. I like so. Romancing the Stone. That's my favorite. That that's a good one. I like Romancing that's cute. the Stone. Yeah. Um, Classic. Michael that's Douglas. Yeah. Whatever yeah. that girl's name is. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite rom rom com? I don't know. It changes. Right now, what is your favorite? I don't know. I don't have one. Okay. That's it. There may or may not be uh, an episode next week. I've talked with Ronaldo, and he said he was graciously going to give us two weeks. Two weeks stay? That's good. Two weeks stay. So you're coming back. When are you coming back from Iceland? I don't know. The 18th, I think. I need to have a private conversation with Ronaldo because he keeps on knocking the date back. He really should pay 
my credit card bill. He really should. Yeah, and he should. He owes us chicken nuggets. He does. Um, so we're gonna put it do a contest for Ronaldo to pay your credit card bills. <laughs> no, we're I, not. I keep on expecting that. We're not gonna do that. Like, oh, I have to pay the dang bill. Okay. Another month, I'm like, oh man. If it could only be the end of the world. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cold. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult. I do have a pea story, Gunner. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh so well, I was driving back home, okay, and it's a long drive. I didn't want to stop, okay, and I remember all the things that you did in your pee stories, and I did the opposite, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't pee in a bottle. You got out of the car. I no, I peed in a large cup instead of a small bottle. I didn't drink it. I didn't throw it out the window. <laughs> And everything went really well, so <laughs> thank you, Gunner. I appreciate it. Your pee stories Thor have steered me in the right direction. Wise, Thor is a wise man. He has learned from others' mistakes. I have indeed. <laughs> Success. I'm glad that I've helped someone out.